0: Bam. Good evening. That's the Hitchcock shit. Good evening. Um, I think it's September seventh. I think it's the seventh. Right around nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It was a bit of an overcast today. It was. It was a bit overcast today, or it was a bit of an overcast day today. Let me enunciate, be grammatically correct. And South Florida. As you know, I'm way South like. Shake hands with Castro type South like. Southernmost type South like. Gunshine State type South like. I'm way down there. A few things come to my mind today. First thing, do you ever, do you see how they said that there's a, um, oh, I don't know if you see how you they say, but I don't know if you've been paying attention, but they said there's a coin shortage in the U.S., which is, I don't know. It's weird to me. Uh-oh. Tough spot right here. Always talking about how I love my city. But there's no shortage of crime Police all in and outside the building Y'all better not be late With that rent money Or you and my son Damon Gonna get real acquainted At any rate They say there's a coin shortage Going on right now Um, As I get my wallet out To put some Gas in the whip I'm on my way to the 24hour gymnasium spot to do my Fergy thing work on my fitness but they say there's a coin shortage um so if you grab all your coins right or rather yet grab one of each denomination obviously that's a penny a nickel a dime and a quarter the popular denominations um nonetheless. Um, You notice how the dime, the nickel, and the quarter are all silver. And then the penny is brown. If you lay them all out, heads up, you'll see that... All of the shiny ones Point in one direction together And the brown one Points in a completely opposite direction On its own They say Well not they say Let me not get to that part first The shiny ones have Well the brown one has Lincoln on it Obviously It's the lowest uh, Denomination It's the dirtiest, it's the brownest. Um, It happens to be the most resemblance in color to a Negro skin tone. And supposedly there's no coincidence that Lincoln is the one who freed the slaves. And the rest of the presidents have their back turned on him because of that fact. Hmm, interesting. I also got some Muslim friends which not muslim on the point of being um violent because uh the muslim religion actually promotes love and peace but like every other religion there's extremists like every other um race and creed and color i don't even want to get into that but at any rate um one of my muslim brothers tells this story about how um you're not supposed to eat pussy right so his thing is is that there was never really a garden of eden but it was symbolic right you know how um, adam and eve um, weren't really cognizant of them not having clothes on how um adam was told to stay out of the out of the middle of that garden because that's where that so that tree bearing fruit was um was located Was in the Very center, Very central Of that garden Adam was not Supposed to partake In the fruit From that garden And Eve was the hype man Bumping it up Hey Adam man, get, man Jump on that fruit Bruh And as soon as Adam ate that fruit Um Immediately they realized That they were naked So on and so forth You guys know how The story goes But at any rate My Muslim buddy tells me that there was never really an actual garden. That it was symbolic of Eve's body. And Adam was not supposed to eat from the middle of the garden. Which as I said is actually Eve's body. And Eve was amping him up to eat from the middle of that garden. Which happens to be her body. So you ain't supposed to eat pussy. That's what they say that means. Um... Crazy <clears throat> Heard somebody say something Along the lines of um, Life is not really About values anymore But it's more about Value It's pretty damn deep When you think about it um, So freedom Freedom I don't understand how people think that freedom is a matter of convenience for them. Your freedom is never on a scale that's posed a weight up against my convenience. Um, If you want to protest, that's your business. I tell people this all the time. It's not even illegal to be a racist. If those are your views, that's your business. But those things that are your business and and that are your rights of freedom, they also come with people's reactions to what your freedom is. So a buddy of mine today posted that um, that he had a gig. I'm I'm not sure what his company is or, or what his craft is. But he had a gig, and he had it planned, and he was supposed to go, let's say, drive a couple of towns over. But it was obviously um, a drive involved. It was obviously a stretch of, of mileage in between him and the and the gig. And on his way to the gig, the female customer says, "Listen, um, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to cancel um, this order of work because I saw your." profile such and such and such and you're a trump supporter and and i just i can't be she didn't say it like this but getting to the point she was like i can't be fucked up with somebody who fucking with trump he's spreading a lot of hate and buddy was like yo he instantly was like yo I, i need this money like i got this gig and i'm already on my way there like i'm i've already i'm already in the process like you're canceling this order of work and i'm already like near your spot He's like, plus, man, what do my political views have to do with this, that, and the third? And I, like, just the energy of his message, I could see him saying, or not like I see him saying, but I, I could feel the energy in his message. And he was actually saying, um, yo, I'm, I'm not even big on Trump. It's just that I felt like he's the lesser of the evil, such as like beginning to explain himself. Which is, you know, which is crazy. You never have to explain your fucking views unless it's someone you care about or someone that cares about you. And within that exchange of views, um, there should be no judgments. But um, at any rate. At any rate, he, um, he ended up having to explain himself. And um, when I saw him post a screenshot of the messages, like, immediately, um, immediately I felt violated for him. It's, it's a shame. And it's true. He's free to support whoever he wants to support. But then other people are also free to um, to feel some type of way about who you support. And then you're, in turn, also free to, like, tell them to fuck off or, or even explain yourself in this case. Right. So. I, I, I just. I never want to be the guy. That holds anything against anybody else. Because of how they feel. Because for sure. My visions and my. Uh, my direction on a lot of things. Could be considered to be abstract. Or skewed. Or inconvenient for others. Right. Like the whole Kaepernick situation. Him kneeling. Um, I actually. Uh, did did my um, term of service in the military. So there's no way in the world I'd ever kneel. But those who choose to kneel, my relationship with my my country and their relationship with their country, they're not the same. If you want to kneel, then kneel. But you got to remember, people have a right to feel how they want to feel about you kneeling. And then in turn, you got the right to feel how you want to feel about the way they feel about you kneeling. That's one of those who's on first, what's on second type shits um, yo there was this homeless lady I saw today she was um, she was singing and she was obviously homeless she had her uh, you know her big bag and a shopping cart and I walked over to her I heard her singing and I just stood there for a minute like her voice was like on some angelic shit And then I walked away and I went back to my car. And obviously she didn't know I was walking, why I was walking away, but I went back to my car to see if I had some cash in my car. Um, And I went back to the car and I found a few dollars in the console and I gave her a few dollars and um, she said, thank you. And I said, hey, can I I make a, a request? And she said, Sure. and I asked her about a gospel song that I remember my aunt Dion singing in church when I was a kid. And I thought it was a long shot. I, I obviously um, discriminated against her culturally because she was a white lady and I'm a black dude and I just didn't think she'd know like the black songs in church, I'm guessing, you know Southern, Bath- Southern Baptist, um, African Methodist Episcopal, all of that type of stuff and for sure. I gave her five bucks and she sung that song and it took me back to a place where um, I remember my aunts Dion and Lisa going to Holy Redeemer private school Catholic school Um, I remember me and my uncle Virgil going to um, Jetro's because my grandpa had a a store um, in the inner city in Liberty City and I would work with my with my uncle all the time going to um Get the, you know, the stock, the alcohol, the fucking hot sausage and sodas and coconut yoohoo. Yo, if you my age and you know what, you know what that coconut yoohoo was. That shit was delicious. And, um, yo, I remember I used to take my coconut yoo-hoo and I used to put it in my cereal, my frosted flakes. Bro, show them you're a tiger. Show 'em what you can do. They <laughs> but oh back to the lady singing. Yo, her voice was so angelic. I could close my eyes and it it like she sang so pretty that it just took me back to that moment that I remember my aunt Dion. Didi, I love you. My Aunt Dion singing. And um I have so many fond memories of my aunt singing, man. My aunt's voice. I don't know if she still sings or not. Um, and I see her, not frequently, but um, I see her from time to time. And I know she has her own struggles, but she always has a smile on her face and a kiss for me and a hug. Um, I'm very fortunate, man. My family, um, my family loves me. Like My family loves me. And um, all of that stuff was kind of all mixed up in, like, a emotional gumbo for me. Uh, yo, that was pretty dope. Some imagery right there. An emotional gumbo? Shouts out to Bam Baracus for being a fucking literary genius. <laughs> anyway, um, my Aunt Dion, um, and listening to this lady sing, yo, it, it, like she had me. And she could see that I was, like, really feeling the jam. And she sang the longest rendition of this song ever. So much that I reached in my pocket and I gave her like another $5, right? This ain't about me feeding the homeless and no shit like that. That's not the fucking point of the story. But I knew she was homeless. Um, she obviously had seen better days. She wasn't very clean at the time. She was down on her luck, but she sang and she sang Without struggle She had a smile on her face And when it was over She put her hand on my shoulder And was like hey hey, It's okay Yo how the fuck Can somebody that we could all More or less Agree that has I'm not gonna say nothing but um, You would think that she doesn't have much going on For her spirit right now right But she was comforting Me Wow. So you know I'm trying to be a tough guy I hit myself in the chest twice like Hulk Hogan Let me tell you something brother And I tighten up I say excuse me ma'am Are you Are you happy She says I promise you baby boy I'm happier than you are right now Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I'm like, yo, I'm not going to hold you up. But it wasn't that I wasn't going to hold up. But she hit me in the chest with it, man. Like, I have so much more that I should be thankful for. But at times, it's not my pride, but it's my ambition that gets in the way. That doesn't allow me to be to be content with a lot of things that I should be I don't know if I should be content, but I should be. I don't even know the word I'm looking for because it's not really contentment. It's not really satisfied, but I should just be okay with a lot of things. And I'm not. I'm always driving, driving, driving to get more. And I'm not necessarily talking about wealth in the monetary sense. Right. But I'm always pushing, pushing, pushing. But how can someone who seemingly has so far less than the rest of us? Seemed to be so much happier than the rest of us. And she just needed some cleaning up. Like if I lived close, I would have... I would have asked her if she wanted to shower. Or or like right now, I'm in front of the gym. I would have asked the people in the gym if she could go in and get a shower in there, you know. But at the time, it wasn't advantageous for neither one of us. Um, Although it seems like she's got nothing but time in her hands. But if you think about it... In this world... I ain't got nothing but time either. I got number but time. I saw something on Facebook today that took me back to my marriage. If you can believe that. It said something to the effect of no man wants to come home after fighting with the world to a woman that he has to fight with in his home as well man that was my life and I'm not here to bash my ex-wife because we got some beautiful kids some beautiful children together Um, my children at certain points in my life now they're all grown up but they were my reason to continue living not as if I wanted to end my own life uh, I'm not saying that that it's skewed to have those suicidal thoughts, but I just, I just have never had them. And mind you, I do, I'm admitting, and I'm also always forthcoming with information stating that I have my own mental demons that I fight. But thank God I've never been in a situation where I felt like not being here would ease my pain. That stat of veterans, of losing 22 veterans a day to suicide... It's a ridiculously staggering stat. I haven't been in the military in 20 years. But to suicide I've lost 20 friends. 20 brothers. Can you imagine being in that situation where not being here seems better than being here? And that's in any capacity. What about your mom or your pops or your family or, or your kids or your kids or your kids? You, you, can you imagine? So many things happened in my life that I should be more thankful for. I'm a work in progress. The man upstairs is still working on me. I need to do a better job. So much that I could be more thankful for, but I still fucking complain. And I complain about people complaining, but in actuality, I'm not much better. Not much better. Waking up in the morning—that's a victory. Although I got all these nicks and knacks and little hurts and pains and irritating uh, ailments, and I, I'm still here, though. I'm still here. I got one of my best friends that I grew up with. His name is Selwyn. Man, I protected Selly just about my whole life. If somebody jumped on Selly, they was going to have to jump on me. If you poke Selly in the head, then I'm poking you in your head. Selly had a horrible, horrible situation in his life where he was posed with a breakup with a woman that he absolutely adored. But she fell out of love with him. Without the opportunity for him to gain her love back. She disappeared. Selwyn since has gained himself a homosexual partner. I didn't know how to feel about that at first. Selly played played ball with me growing up. The only separation I've ever had from Selly is uh, when I was in the service and when I was traveling and shit like that. But other than that he's always been a part of my life And I never saw him as um, Someone who was attracted to men And then One day I I had to snap out of it Like what the fuck are you doing Like Ben what are you doing It's just like your brother man It doesn't matter what his choices are In his his relationship In his life as far as it relates to his relationship Who cares Who cares And I think that's what I want to say in this podcast Is yo, Who cares None of it even matters. I want to have my blinders on and have both of my blinkers broken so I can stay in my own lane. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. I want to have a great time, most of it at my own expense. But who cares? Your freedom is not a matter of my convenience. And with that being said, nobody else's freedom is a matter of your own convenience as well, or neither rather. I appreciate you lending me your ears. Remember, God gave you two ears, one mouth. You should listen twice as much as you speak.